Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is Optimal Startup Daily, episode 505. Social media can challenge a small business and making it to the other side both by Dr. Jeff Cornwall of drjeffcornwall.com. And I am your host and your narrator here on the show. My name is Dan, and I'm here with you every single day reading to you from some of the very best blogs that we can find on entrepreneurship and related topics. And today I'm gonna share two posts for you. They're a little on the shorter side, so we'll squeeze them both into one episode. And with that, let's get right to them as we start optimizing your life. Social Media Can Challenge a Small Business by Dr. Jeff Cornwall of drjeffcornwall.com. If you're a B2C business model, social media is probably near the top of your list for reaching your customers. If current statistics about social media are to be believed, about half the world's population now uses social media. However, for small business owners, knowing how to effectively use social media to promote your business can be daunting. But which one? The number one rule for choosing where to promote your business with social media is to know where your customers spend their time online. Although Facebook is still the most popular social media site, it may not be the favorite site for your customers. The preferred social media site varies by age, lifestyle, geography, and gender. For example, if your target market is younger, you may have better success finding them on Instagram or TikTok as they view Facebook as the platform where mom and grandma hang out. Even if you think you know where your customers go to engage in social media, make sure to experiment with a few different sites. People often go to more than one site for different reasons. For example, they may go to Twitter for news, but Instagram for finding trendy products. Keep in mind that social media is a moving target. Where your customer goes today may not be where they go in six months. It is critical to keep up with these trends. DIY or outsource? As social media has gotten more and more complex, even small businesses are relying on experts to manage their digital marketing efforts. More and more entrepreneurs choose to outsource digital marketing and the management of social media. As Stephen Clayton explains in his post at Smart Brief, outsourcing offers the advantages such as cost savings, specialized expertise, and better results. If you do choose to manage your digital marketing in-house, Make sure you understand all of the ins and outs of social media. Christina Newberry offers a comprehensive guide to effectively using social media in her post at Hootsuite's blog, and that is linked to in this post. How does she suggest getting started? It all starts with a social media plan. Quote, but before you leap in feet first, remember, every good business strategy starts with a good plan. Yes, you can use social tools for free, but the time and effort involved still represent an investment in your business. Without a plan, you have no clear goal for what you're trying to achieve. That means there's no way to know if you're getting a return on that investment. End quote. Effective management of social media requires the right tools. Making it to the other side by Dr. Jeff Cornwall of drjeffcornwall.com. 
When our world was turned upside down by the coronavirus, my mind quickly began racing through my mental Rolodex, wondering how everyone is doing. Certainly, my immediate concerns were for family and friends, especially those with health concerns. Soon, my web of worries shifted to all of the entrepreneurs I knew, students, alumni, and friends. I began a steady campaign of reaching out, first to friends and family, next to my alumni entrepreneurs. What I heard from my alumni entrepreneurs was particularly heartwarming and encouraging. Entrepreneurs' response. First, those with employees expressed how important it is to find ways to help their staff. We are seeing story after story of business owners doing what they can to lessen the blow to their employees. Locally, we are seeing country stars do what they can to help the employees of their bars and restaurants on Lower Broadway in downtown Nashville. Dirk Bentley and Florida Georgia Line both committed to give each of their employees $1,000 to help them make it through the time at their Nashville bars. Between the two establishments, this is over 200 employees. John Rich has committed to keep paying his bar workers during the shutdown. I'm hearing the same commitment from several of my alumni entrepreneurs. Second, I heard a consistent message of doing what it takes to quote-unquote make it to the other side of this crisis. Reports from places like South Korea, which is several weeks ahead of the U.S. in its outbreak, talk about a slow return to business. This is encouraging and supports those who predict we might see the beginning of a turnaround by early to mid-summer. The entrepreneurs I talk to are shoring up cash flow and making cash budgets that can see them through to June or July, even with little or no revenues. These are often tough and austere plans, but they are doing what they must to keep their businesses alive. Finally, I'm hearing the indomitable entrepreneurial spirit in their responses. They are worried and even scared, but they are also showing hope and resiliency. They inspired me. Facing much more dire circumstances than I am right now, their optimism and courage reminds me that it will be our entrepreneurs who lead us out of this. It may seem like a long, dark tunnel, but there is a light at the other side where things will improve. The other side. I do want to offer a note of caution, however. When we do get to the other side, and we will, it will look very different than the side we left. Entrepreneurs will be tested to adapt to a new reality, a shock to our economy, to our society, and to our culture as we are now experiencing, will fundamentally change many aspects of our lives. Entrepreneurs will need to be ready not only to survive during this short-term period, but to adapt over the long-term, probably like never before. The other side will present a myriad of both amazing opportunities and significant threats. Be ready to be more entrepreneurial than you have ever been before, and you will be all right when we get to the other side of this crisis. You just listened to the posts titled, Social Media Can Challenge a Small Business, and Making It to the Other Side, both by Dr. Jeff Cornwall of drjeffcornwall.com. When it comes to hiring, Don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. And one of the things I really love about Indeed is that it filters out those incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit 
to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash startup. So just go to indeed.com slash startup right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash startup. Terms and conditions apply. Thank you to Dr. Cornwall and uh, to tell you a little bit about him. Growing up, entrepreneurship and small business was normal dinnertime conversation at the Cornwall household. This set the stage for a decades-long career pursuing entrepreneurial ventures and sharing his knowledge in the classroom. Jeff has spent more than 40 years as a serial entrepreneur. In the 1970s, he started several small businesses and was involved in various family ventures. In the late 1980s, following several years in academics, Dr. Cornwall co-founded Atlantic Behavioral Health Systems in Raleigh, North Carolina, and spent nearly a decade leading the company as president and CEO. After growing it to more than 300 employees, he and his partners sold most of their healthcare holdings. And after the sale, Dr. Cornwall decided it was time to return to the classroom to share his experience and knowledge with aspiring entrepreneurs. He is now the president and CEO of The Entrepreneurial Mind, and his blog was named one of the 100 best websites for entrepreneurs by Forbes magazine. So definitely worth taking the time to check that out. And you can come by drjeffcornwall.com for a lot more articles. But I think that's gonna do it for today's episode. So have yourself a great rest of your day and week and join me again tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.